Welcome, everyone. I'm Kim Christensen, and this is the Peaceful Productivity Podcast, where I share strategies to help you get the most out of your time and feel better in the process. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Peaceful Productivity Podcast. This month, we are still on the theme of money mindset, so I'm doing a series on money and mindset. And today's episode, I'm talking about spending money from a place of security. I love this topic because I've noticed that the principles around spending money also can apply to spending time. I've noticed that when I'm feeling guilty about how I'm spending my money, it often translates into feelings of guilt around how I'm spending my time. And the reason for that is because it comes down to how we think about our time and our money. I like to think about these things as resources. I like to explore all of the ways that they are unlimited resources. A long time ago, I had convinced myself that they are limited resources. And it became this deeply held belief that was operating in the background. I didn't even realize that it was there. And it persisted well into and throughout my adulthood. So as I've begun to explore these thoughts and this mindset around time and money, I've noticed that when I think about these things as limited resources, I start to hold on to them more tightly. And this is what I've come to think of as the scarcity mindset. It's interesting because you would think that holding on more tightly to these things would actually lead to saving more. But I found that the inverse is actually true. It's so fascinating. The more tightly we try to hold on to it, the less control that we feel we have over it. And when we start to feel that we don't have control around our time or our money, I've noticed a couple of things that start to happen. The first one is that we start to develop tunnel vision. We become very narrow focused. So not being willing to spend money puts me into a bit of a defensive position. I'm not willing to let go. And that's when I start to accumulate a lot of clutter and I convince myself that letting go is actually a form of loss. It feels like sacrifice. When I get into this state, I become closed to new opportunities. I program my brain to see threats and problems and I move out of that place of exploration and options. I might think that this is a more secure position to be in because I might think that having a lot of stuff, a lot of clutter would lead to an abundance mindset, but it's just not the case. It's because we're focusing on insecure thoughts like I could run out. I might never get this deal again. That tends to feed our feelings of insecurity. And when we're feeling insecure, it tends to lead to more impulse spending, not less. 
So although it seems a bit counterintuitive, one of the best ways that I've found to curb impulse spending is to focus on thoughts about my own resourcefulness. Thinking about all the ways that I can create more, how money and time are in a flow, they come and they go, helps me to not try to hold on so tightly. Thoughts like, I can create more. I have my own back. I am resourceful. And I always figure it out. Those are some of my favorite thoughts. These types of thoughts help shift me into more of an abundance mindset. And they help me to not hold on so tightly. They create space in my wallet, in my career, and in my mind to welcome in the new from a place of security. So today I'd like to share with you my favorite strategies for creating more space, more security. The first one is making decisions from that place of abundance. And what I've noticed this requires is some deliberate mindset work. I'm sure you've heard about the value of journaling around gratitude. I found this to be a very helpful practice. It helps me to shift my brain into a more grateful state and less focus on what I don't have, more focus on what I do have. The other thing that I like to do is ask myself, What do I appreciate about my past self? How did she set me up in a way that benefits me in my current state? Deliberately finding those opportunities to appreciate myself helps me to focus less on what I didn't do and more on those things that I did do. There are always things to appreciate about my past self. But my human brain doesn't tend to go there by default. So it takes some effort and some mindfulness to steer my brain towards self-appreciation. The next strategy is around having a plan. For those who don't like planning too far in advance, have found that even just a plan 24 hours in advance can help us tap into those more resourceful parts of our brain. That part of our brain known as the prefrontal cortex that's responsible for those executive functions like decision making and planning. Even just 24 hours in advance, we can tap into that. The next strategy is getting really clear on your intention. So setting that intention in advance can help you to answer the question, why? Why am I spending this money? What purpose does it have? Does it bring meaning to my life? Or is it a form of escape? What I found really helpful here is to have some financial goals in place. When I'm spending money on purpose and thinking about it as an investment into my financial goals, I can tap into that resourcefulness. 
So it's not the act of spending money that leads to me feeling scarcity or abundance. It's the meaning behind the spending that can help me to feel more purposeful, more strategic and deliberate in my spending, which can mitigate for some of that impulse spending. Again, these strategies can apply to both time and money. That first strategy around making decisions from a place of abundance, those decisions could be around financial goals or around your time, your calendar. Having a plan in advance, at least 24 hours in advance, again, can apply to your time or your money. And getting clear on your intention, finding the purpose and the meaning behind the spending, whether it's spending time or spending money, can help you to feel more on track, more in alignment. The next strategy is around setting limits for yourself. And a lot of times when I talk about setting limits, I'm met with feelings of restriction, feeling forced or feeling trapped. To mitigate for that, those feelings of being limited by parameters that we set for ourselves, what I like to do is allow for a lot of flexibility. I once heard an analogy that has proven very useful in this situation. And so what it was, the idea that we're skating on a skating rink And it's on the top of a skyscraper. And if the skating rink on top of the skyscraper had no guardrails, I would feel very afraid of moving out of the center of that ice rink for fear of dropping over the edge. Those guardrails actually provide me with the security and the space to explore the skating rink without that fear. And that's what limits can do. They actually provide us with a feeling of security because we can explore all of the space within the guardrails, within the limits, without fear of necessarily dropping over the edge. So I like to have limits in place For example, if I'm going on a shopping trip and I don't know exactly what it is that I want to buy, I might set a limit for myself. I'm not going to exceed this dollar amount. I do the same thing with my time. If I'm working on something and I don't know exactly how long it's going to take to create that outcome that I'm looking for, I might say to myself, I'm only going to work on this for an hour. Having those limits, those guardrails in place, allows me to explore fully within the space that I've created for myself without going over. And then the last strategy is around asking for help. I mentioned right off the top that when we're feeling insecure, we start to get a little bit of tunnel vision. And that tunnel vision actually doesn't serve us in the sense that it doesn't necessarily occur to us to reach out for help or there might be some shame around asking for help 
I know that I've definitely been in that position myself. If you find yourself at a loss for recognizing your own resourcefulness and you feel like you're not able to see a way out, I want to offer that there's no shame in asking for help. I know for myself that I'm often tempted to figure things out on my own and I can figure things out on my own. But the downside of that is that it usually takes me a lot longer, years in fact, to figure out lessons that have already been learned by somebody else. And so that time, energy, and money that I use to figure things out could have been applied to actually applying the lessons. Asking for help is the more efficient way of creating a result. So if you feel yourself slipping into a bit of a scarcity mindset and spending time or money from a place of insecurity, those five strategies that you can try are making decisions from a place of abundance, creating a plan at least 24 hours in advance, getting clear on your intention and aligning that intention with your financial goals, setting limits for yourself to create a sense of freedom for yourself and asking for help. Thanks everyone for listening and I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.